Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. What's going on, Colts Nation? I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, are my guys, Gerard Powers and Rodney McLeod. And today we are going to discuss the final game of the season for both these teams. A divisional rivalry game between the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. Both teams at the bottom of the barrel right now when it comes to wins and, you know, uh, standings in the NFL. Man, uh, my big question to both of you, uh, what is there? What goes on in a player's mind in a situation like this uh, heading into a game like this? Well, I've been in a situation where we didn't have that 2011 year with the Colts, uh, where, you know, they called it the tank for luck uh, uh, year. And uh, I remember still thinking that this is my resume. You know, what I put on tape, you know, that's everything to me as far as job, you know, job sake. So it didn't matter what the record was. It didn't matter who we were playing. It didn't matter it was the last game of the season. I still had the mindset that I had to perform and do my job at the best of my ability uh, because that's that's how I get graded. That's how I get judged as a football player. They watch the tape. Uh, so if they put on a tape knowing our situation or knowing – uh, that we're not in the playoffs, we didn't have a great year, and then they put on a tape and look like I was one of the problems, you know, that could hurt me going forward. You know, that could make the Colts not want me the next year. That could make other teams in free agency not want me next year. So I still think it's an important game for guys that's still fighting for jobs and guys that's still trying to establish themselves, uh, not trying to speak for Rodney for, for any sake, but – you know, Rodney don't know if he's going to be a coach next year or if, you know, another team's going to come and get him. So every rep for him matters. He's going to go out there and try to get three, four picks so he can go in the offseason with, with some more, you know, accolades on his resume that he can negotiate with and things like that. So I think guys still going to be motivated to play because, like I said, uh, this, is the, this is the only way you get judged. This is the only way you can make money is by what you put on tape. So um, it it might not be a game that means anything as far as playoffs and all that type of stuff, but it definitely means a lot to the players that's going to be playing. Because, uh, like I said, it's a lot of people that that will watch this tape. I just want to remind everyone that Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL and bowl season to esports, you'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. Absolutely, Rodney. I think Gerard just uh, set your bar for your last game of the year. You got <laughs> yeah, to get a did. minimum of three interceptions, <laughs> three. dude. Minimum. <laughs> I've done I've done that before in college, three in one game, but never in the league. Um, man, I mean, three things come to mind: character, job security, and pride. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying when you get to this point in the season where, yeah, y- y- your season has an end date. Unfortunately, right? Um, you know, you want to play where you're going to have a chance at the playoffs and, and win a championship. But 
even more so when it gets down to these last uh, sort of games, it, it, it really uh, shows you um, who each player is and and what they and who they truly are. Right? Are, are they are they a guy who uh, when everything's going well, right? They, they're going to give you everything they got, but it, it's it's those times when nothing else seems to matter, right? what is that player willing to do? Are they the same? Are they still giving the same amount of effort? Are they still playing with the same enthusiasm and, and, and energy and passion? Are they still, you know, communicating properly, playing with good technique, fundamentals? All those things matter, right? And they affect, as Gerard said, job security. Like your resume is, is all that you have. The eye in the sky doesn't lie, and it doesn't matter about your circumstances. It doesn't. It doesn't say, yeah, on January eighth, the Colts were uh, not extending their season, so that mm-hmm. gives them an excuse to not play hard, right? Like you want good character guys on your team, and at the end of the day, you want your resume to speak loud, and you want to be proud of what you put on tape at all at all costs. And so, those are the things that that guys are, are are playing for that a guy like myself is playing for. And as Gerard said, yeah, any competitor, like if you have any ounce of competitiveness in you, you're going to like, you got proud about your, about yourself and about your product and about uh, going out there, man. And, and, and ensuring that, look, if this is my last game, I'm going to go out, the, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the way that, yeah, <laughs> like for real, like I don't have nothing. I'm not, I'm not playing next week. This is it. I'm about to have a whole, year off you know what i'm saying of, of football september be the next time or july be the next time i suit up again right like fully so make the most of the opportunity given uh that's right in front of you so i know that's what i'm looking forward to man uh i, I pray I'm, I'm like man i need i need an int i'm over long overdue uh for one <laughs> it's just like man but um uh, you know, we're going to go out there and, and, and get it in. But th- there still is so much to play for, uh, despite, you know, not having um, our, our season extend after after this upcoming Sunday. So you kind of treat this game like a Super Bowl. Like this is your Super Bowl for this year. You go out there and you put everything on the line because you know it's I, the last game of the year. I, th- I think you just treat it like it's the next one. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the same. Year. Yeah, it's the same mentality. It's the same. It's it's another week. Uh, it's the last week for sure. But it's just a, it's a, it's the next game. So you don't put any more emphasis on it than you did two weeks ago or the week before yeah. or or whatever okay. it is. You you stick to your routine. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the guys that are actually fighting hard for their jobs uh, this year uh, on the Texans is Davis Mills because uh, as we know. Uh, the Texans have currently the number one pick in the draft, and Davis is that quarterback for the Texans. Uh, give us a little lowdown on your thoughts about Davis Mills um, that, that you've seen so far. Oh, just uh, I guess with mine, uh, I mean, they've been struggling. I mean, normally, you know, when your team's struggling, you know, you look at the quarterback, you know, situation first and uh i know he's a young guy i think he he's had a couple good games here and there but i think from the consistency standpoint i mean it's probably a position that you know they're definitely going to consider uh taking with that first pick i mean who wouldn't uh when you got a couple guys that you feel like that can come in and um you know give you that security uh for the future but uh yeah i haven't seen i haven't graded him enough or, or seen him enough to just make a uh, a judgment on on what I would do if I was in the Texans brass. 
Uh, but when you look at their record, like you say, I mean, the first thing you do is you look at the quarterback position. Would be no different than uh, our team and and what we're going through. Yeah, yeah, I would say consistency, uh, and I haven't put on the tape just yet uh, to look at uh, David Mills as, as of of late. But what I do know is they're competitive team. You know, you look at some of their the games that they played, and so. Even though I alluded to consistency, I think he's still uh, putting that team in in good position to win games. You know, Dallas came down to the last drive. That wasn't on him. You know, that was the defense uh, who allowed Dallas to go down and and, and win that game. Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City, you know, they lose by for three or something in overtime. So the, the ability is there, man. And, and, and despite their record, the same way, despite our record, uh, they're going to bring their best. And, you know, they just like us have a lot of, uh, had close, you know, a lot of uh, close losses and it Mm -hmm. could have swayed and went the other way. So, uh, I'm not sliding, you know, David Mills at all. Um, I I feel as though, yeah, they, they may address that quarterback position, um, just because of, of what's happened in that that franchise, you know, since the the loss of 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 Watson, right? And knowing that quarterbacks, you know, will take you a lot further, right? Yeah. Having someone in place who's consistent and you can, you know, rely on. But uh no doubt about it though, he's gonna bring his best and 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 we have to do the same. Absolutely. And uh, you know, we talk about uh, earlier about you know you, you there's no tank in players uh it wasn't more evident than just two weeks ago when uh the texans beat the titans right uh if, if there was a tank they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have tried to win that they would still be trying to hold on to that first pick they'd be losing yeah so those, those yeah. guys went out there and they played their butts off against the divisional yeah. rival and beat them so yeah. you know um and we're going to expect a, another hard-fought divisional game uh, this week uh, between the Colts and, and the Texans, two teams that know each other very, very well. Um, is there a player on this offense, um, Rodney and Gerard, that you feel like, you know, he's a guy to really watch, that he could he could really, you know, do a lot of damage um, for the Texans? Two guys, Pierce, Pierce. the Pierce. running back, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Cooks. You know, Pierce, oh. Pierce needs about 50 yards to go over a thousand. And, you know, anytime a, a running back can reach that 1K mark, I mean, that's a successful year. That's that's kind of how they get judged off of. So I think I think Pierce has been uh, if there's any type of bright spot that you want to kind of look at with that Texans offense, Pierce been probably the most consistent one. Yeah. Um, Is he still playing? Uh, is he on, he's on injured reserve. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Is, I didn't, I didn't know he had that an either. ankle ankle injury against the Cowboys. He will not be there. Uh, the running backs that we will be facing, uh, that the Houston Texans have is Royce Freeman, uh, Rex Burkhead. And, mm. uh, I cannot pronounce the last name on this dare D a R E is his first name. And I cannot pronounce uh, Ogan Bawali. I uh, probably chopped that up really bad. And I'm sorry yeah. if I did, <laughs> <laughs> but those yeah. are the running backs they got. And, and then Troy Harrison, their uh, fullback 
that's weird that they're rostering a fullback. That's not a, a, a common thing in the NFL anymore. Yeah, but it, sh- it shows you their identity. You know, they they are old school, 21, 12, you know what I'm saying, 13 formation uh, team, Lonnie right? Smith. And so, yep. yeah, yep. And do things, you know, manage the game. Don't lose it. Don't turn the ball over. Play, you know, good defense and play action pass. Try to attack uh, down the field. But it, it is disappointing that, yeah, I, I had no idea – and that Pierce was hurt. And that's why <laughs> it's hard to pay attention to, you know, other teams during the season. You 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 don't find out until the week of, right, unless it was, you know, something uh, serious, right, or happened on a primetime game that was, you know, visible. Yeah. But uh, he was having a real good year. And and I know he, he runs hard. Um, you know, he, he's going to have a good career. Yeah, yeah. They do have a burner at the Y, Um that used to be at Indianapolis Colt right now, Philip Dorsett, which is weird that he's playing the Y, um, but because he's he's a smaller stature receiver, but he's a big time burner. Um, you know, uh, Gerard, did you did you play with with Philip during that nah. little stretch? No, I'm, yeah. I'm old. I'm old. Yeah, uh, really I know, I know. He's been around for quite a while. I mean, he was but, he was part of the Grigson era, so. They got uh, Brandon Cooks too, though. Yeah, um, they, he's Cooks. a burner too. <laughs> no question. Small uh, stature, but he gets it done. Yeah, he does. So you know that's that's the situation. So uh, this is kind of run hard and then take your shots. Is that kind of like the the mindset you feel uh, of the Texans since they got that kind of that setup? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. You know, so much has changed since the first game. So, you know, you have to look at just the the, the previous four uh, or teams that who play similar defense to uh, as us, you know, to really get a good feel for who they are at this point in time. And, and the same for them, right? Like we were a completely different offense than we were week one. You know, we know the changes that have been made, not only from head coach, but now quarterback. So uh, two two totally different teams that you're looking at from week one now to week 17. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So there is one guy on this defense that the, uh, again, Colts know quite a bit. Uh, and you know, he made his name with Buffalo though. That's Jerry Hughes. And he came over to the Texans and, uh, early on this year, he really made some impactful plays. Um, your thoughts about Jerry Hughes. Jerry's my guy. I played with, I was now nah, I played with Jerry. Uh, he, he was a rookie when uh, my last year with the Colts and Grixon didn't think too kind of him and they traded him to the bills mm-hmm. and he became a pro bowler. Um, Jerry's a hell of a player, man. Uh, you know, he's one of those bad guys that I bet when Houston brought him in, that was one of the main, even though he's a good pass rusher, he's still getting sacks and doing all that, but he's a great locker room guy. He's a great leader. Uh, he's won a lot of football uh, games in this league as well. So he's definitely probably still got a little chip on his shoulder about how his career ended with the Colts and he'll def he will definitely be motivated uh on Sunday uh to cause some damage. Uh just knowing Jerry personally, he'll definitely be motivated. Okay. Okay. Um any any thoughts about the game just in general? Uh either one of you want to discuss what it comes to you know how we should play them offensively, defensively. Any any anything that uh, stands out about this last game uh, of the year? Obviously, no one wants to this game to end the same way that Week One ended, right? We no ties. 
<laughs> Lord, please. I just want to. I just. I just want to win, man. I just need a win in my life right now. So, uh, get a win, ride it off in the off season. It's always good to to enter the enter the off season with a W. So, I'm I'm pretty sure both teams is going to be feeling that way, and I just hope uh, both offenses just open up the playbook. Just let it all let, let it all out. We ain't got nothing to hide no more. They ain't got nothing to hide. Just you know, let it all out. Let's see if we can score a bunch, as much points as we possibly can. But like Rodney alluded to earlier, though, you're going to find out true true guys' character, you know, all the guys' character that's playing the game and who really love the game and who really loves playing football at the end of the day. So this would be one of those games to where it won't be hard to see who's going to win this game in the first quarter just by the – the intensity from from the teams you're gonna know exactly who's gonna you know come out with a victory at the end of it i wanna for the most part this year this indianapolis colts defense has played freaking lights out uh i i love the way that this defense is built i i, I hope that the majority if not all the pieces uh of this defense is here next year including uh the dc whether he's dc or head coach i don't care um but real quick um, if you guys had to name a defensive MVP for this team and then maybe some honorable mentions, uh, if you could, uh, drop it now, Rodney, if, if you don't want to do that, you, you don't have to, I understand that's throwing names mm-hmm. out there that are your teammates, but, uh, you're welcome to, if you want Gerard, I'll, I'll open it up with you. Uh, I'm gonna go with Gilly. I think it was a lot of questions about Gilly coming into this season. A lot of people thought he was old. A lot of people thought he didn't have it no more and all these you know, things. And I, I was one of the ones that when we got Gilly, it was just like, man, I don't know why people think that he's fell off when, when he came back to Carolina for those last six, seven games, however many it was when he came back from injury, he was still playing elite level football. Uh, and I think that he proved uh, this this past year that he can still cover number one receivers and he can still uh, lock down an island and he can still make plays. I think he has a lot of football left in him. And uh, and I thought he was a tremendous piece added to what we needed uh, just from this defensive standpoint. Now, if we would have had the machine and, and uh you know, Darius, you know, healthy to full time and, and Kenny Moore healthy to full time and all these other guys that was kind of banged up. There's And our defense played well all year. There's no telling how good our defense would have been even more with our main playmakers uh, healthy all year. So I thought I thought that uh, I thought Gilly came in and he did his thing. Rodney, is there anyone you want to throw out there? No, gotta gotta keep it in the DB room for sure. For sure. Uh, <laughs> nah, but nah, Gilly, man, Gilly Lock uh, has come in and made his presence felt uh, all year, and it's no reason. Uh, he's the reason why we've had a lot of success, uh, particularly in the past game, being able to eliminate uh, people. You know, teams number one receiver. Uh, and proving that he still is one of the best to do it, even at year 11, uh, late in his career, battling injuries. Uh, and he's been at the forefront of all of our wins and, 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 a, and a huge reason why. Uh, sealing games, ending on interceptions, pass breakups, you name it, he does it. And so he does get my uh, vote for defense MVP. And, and I think an honorable mention, you know, the, the young man who – 
uh, was uh, captain on special teams, but now rewarded with the opportunity to start uh, due, due to the, the, the injuries of Shaq, you know, who's been a very dynamic player for this Colts organization and defense for years. But Zaire has came in and, and made the most uh, of his opportunities. Uh, man, tackling machine. Uh, does it all high energy guy uh, and, and, and a good and a good leader for us on defense. So uh, I would also give him honorable mention. And then up front, man, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Um, you know, you, 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 you have obviously Buck, uh, man, who, who's a, another great leader uh, is, is hard to stop up, up front in the run game and particularly in the pass game. How he's so effective, and yeah, big Grove right next to him. Grove had down that run game, yeah, hell of a uh, year. You know, so it's hard. And then you know, my man Yannick from the crib, man, he's you know nine and a half sacks. Um, season ended uh, abruptly, unfortunately, but there's so many lights to this defense. I mean, Bobby as well, who's who's right there beside Z. <laughs> like, right? you can you can point to a lot of people absolutely amongst the defense who have contributed along the way to our success and it's it's been it's been uh good to be a part of this group man and despite um despite us not having a winner record you know we we constantly go out there and play for one another and, and and battle to the end no matter what so a lot of your honorable mentions are my honorable mentions as well i mean you named basically everybody except yourself and i'm dropping you in the honorable mentions Man, Rocky, because you have hell played year, a hell of a year okay <laughs> yeah absolutely you went out there and made some big you may not have the interceptions all right but it's not all about the interceptions all right it is i understand as a player it is uh, on the stat sheet it is but on the film you have balled this year absolutely not to go off subject rodney but have you took rodney thomas under your wing yeah that's a good question because yeah yeah i see some like when he shows some flash like he might be one of the better open field tacklers i've seen in a long time when i say a long time just a young guy that comes in that 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 understands angles and all that so when i as a player when i sit and watch and i see little things from him i'm just like all right he got gilly on the outside that's like a mentor that knows the game that can give him the game and i said then i'm like well he got rodney you know, that's probably sitting next to him in the meeting rooms that's giving him a lot of game and, and stuff like that. Cause I, I think that he's going to become a damn good football player. Yeah, I, I, I do as well, man. I, I see it, it, like you said, for him to be as young um, as he is and having uh, the right angles, uh, you know, he's a very good eraser tackler. And we emphasize that a lot on the defense and I, I drop nuggets to him all the time, you know, credit to Mike Mitch, you know, who like was another, yes. you know, good safety playing that free safety position. You know, I told him all the time, man, like this is the first time for me that I played down in a box for, oh, yeah. you know, what I'm saying my mm-hmm. entire career. You know, wow. I, I'm accustomed to being in a post. Uh, and so it's good to see how much range he also has yep. the ability to make plays on that ball, man. So uh, he still has a lot to learn. But, man, I, I tell him, I'm like, look. Your young career, you've picked off some good quarterbacks early on. Uh, you know, you just gotta stay consistent, man. Uh, don't get complacent and just keep, you know, keep learning. Uh, yep. but yeah, he he he's been a, a real bright spot. Um, and and really a surprise to to a lot of people. But I saw it in camp, just his ability to 
to work. Um, you know, doesn't say much, quiet, uh, takes in a lot of information, but goes out there and and plays and is always in the right spot. Mm. Now, I'm not I'm not trying to downplay um, you know, Thomas's his play out there on the field. I agree with you guys. He has been uh, a very big bright spot for the young rookie. Um, but I have a question. Um, is is uh, I see a lot of times where he shoulder lead tackles without the wrap. Uh, is is that taught? That's like, a young. It's a young thing. It's a college yeah. thing. You go yeah. in the league. I did that. I tried the shoulder hit Maurice Jones Drew and about ended my career. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. When you're young and you come into the game, you think that, you know, I mean, you come from college and you think you're the strongest man in the world. You've been knocking people out and all that. And then you realize he's a grown man out here. So when Rodney says he got some things that he still has to learn, that's just the nuance mm-hmm. of learning how to tackle in the NFL. So uh, that'll be something that a, uh, be probably better going forward uh from his career now but i mean when i was young i was trying to shoulder tackle a lot of a lot of people that i should have and miss some tackles so uh he'll he'll learn from that okay all right i'll just i'll just making sure i didn't know if that was something that was taught in the nfl or if you're like no you can bleed with your shoulder but make sure you get your arms around too you know yeah definitely Uh, yeah okay all right um i know that the uh offense hasn't been uh, you know, as explosive uh, and and consistent as a lot of us would have liked this year. Uh, but let's let's drop our MVP for the offense as well, and then we'll do special teams uh, afterwards. Um, uh, I think I'll I think I'll lead off with the offensive MVP, and it's it's difficult uh, because no one's really had a an outstanding spec spectacular year uh in my opinion um i do know i'm gonna give it i i it's funny he, he doesn't lead the team in anything but i think just the fact that that uh I, you you got quentin nelson uh i think he's he's a guy who's who's for the most part played well um for for, for the year uh he made his pro bowl uh, obviously uh, a little of that has to do with, you know, name recognition, I think, but still, you know, one of the better players across that offensive line. Um, but Michael Pittman Jr. I think he's that guy uh, that, you know, no matter which quarterback, all three quarterbacks that were out there, they all have leaned on him uh, from one time or another. And for the most part uh, he has been, uh, the guy who has came through when they do lean on him. So I, I think I'd give it to him. Gerard? I probably agree. Yeah, i probably go with Michael Pittman. Um, I would say Quentin, but uh, we had, a, you know, some struggles on the O-line, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I'm not – I don't want to just single out a guy and, and – you know, say that only one person had a good year because when it comes to O-line play, everybody knows that it's a collective. Mm. The only way that, you know, you're going to be successful is the man next, the man that's right next to you is doing his job as well. But I'll probably say Michael Pittman. He was, uh, when his opportunities came, uh, I think he took took advantage of the majority of them and tried to be the number one receiver that we all believe that he can, he can be. Rodney? Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're all um, in unison on this one. Uh, Pitt, uh, he he packs his, his, his best every single week, man, uh, and accepts whatever uh, challenge he has. And I love his spirit. 
love is competitiveness. Uh, and when you need a play, you know, you, you go to 11 for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for special teams, uh, honorable mention for a guy the last few games that has really uh, came out and tried to throw his name out on the ring, uh, Flowers, Dallas, uh, he has really came out as a return man, right? Yeah. Um, and and thrown some spark into some of these returns. I, I questionable on some of the returns when he's got to reach out the back of the end zone to grab the stinking ball in the first place, then bring it out. I'm like, I don't know if I would have done that, but yeah, you know, he got he the feels- green light. He got the green light from coach, man. All right, all right. Yeah, that, 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 just, <laughs> that tells you he is very confident in his ability to return the balls. Uh, yeah. But I got to give it to Chase McLaughlin. He has been absolutely uh, pinpoint lights accuracy, out. Uh, lights out uh, when it k- kicking field goals this year. Yeah, I agree. I agree that I mean those two those two guys that you you just mentioned has been the bright spots of of the special teams group. So I, I think I'm, I'm gonna agree with you on this one, Lawrence. Rodney, I'm in agreement as well. Uh, shout out to to the DB room again, man. Dallas Flowers mm-hmm. coming through. <laughs> Um, another, another guy who just discovered, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, and we joke about it all the time. I didn't realize he was that fast. Like it's very deceptive. <laughs> it's very deceptive. And he, he got in an argument. I remember in camp talking about, he was one of the fastest in the room and everybody's like, you, what? Like, nah. <laughs> and, uh, you see him, uh, hit, you know, burst, burst through those holes, man. And, and. He's a he's a very bright spot uh, to the team, special teams, like you said, a returner. So, uh, shout out to Dallas, Dallas man, and and Chase is, has been uh, killing it too. Much yeah, respect. yeah. Uh, in, in training camp, we, you kind of saw a little bit in training camp of his return ability. You know, and, and they only did it for a little while, and then they went away from it. But you kind of saw it was like you said, it's decept- I think it's his stride. You know, you mm-hmm. just don't see his speed because his stride is so long, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that I think that has a lot to do with it. But I think that's going to do it for this episode. I think um, we covered quite a bit. Uh, let's go ahead and drop our predictions for the game. Gerard, who you got? And, uh, score prediction? I got the Colts, 35-20. Mm. Wow. And Sam's supposed to start this game, right, I assume? or Or is he going back to Matt? No. I have no idea. I don't know either. There hasn't been an uh, uh, an announcement to my knowledge. So, but either way, you got you got a win there, Rodney. Uh, you haven't you haven't selected. No, I don't think the Colts are going to win this week at all. <laughs> ever ever all year. I don't I don't see that happening either. So. Nah. <laughs> not when you're on the team. Uh, I got I got the Colts winning this game as well. Um, I, I feel like that you know that they've been on this losing. So long, and they haven't tasted a W. Uh, you gotta walk out with uh, a little bit of confidence at the end of the year, a little bit of you know, feeling better about yourself, uh, before you go home. Uh, I, I think the Colts win this game. Um, I, I feel like there should be some turnovers for the defense, uh, in this game. You know, um, three interceptions, uh, maybe four. Uh, <laughs> Um, but 24-13 is what I got. Colts over Texans. So I think that's going to do it for myself, Gerard Powers, Rodney McLeod. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online, And as usual, go Colts. 
do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.